Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. So one year ago, we stood here. Mm. We, didn't, we didn't stand right here. We stood outside of the stadium. Yeah. They wouldn't even let us inside the we stadium. We didn't want to be in the city. We were out in the parking lot. There's people honking, people yeah. asking for five bucks, yeah. asking for, for rides. Those were dark days. And uh, Florida State was 0-4. Yeah. Here we are now. Florida State is 4-0 after a 44-14 victory against Boston College. Look, none of us thinks Boston College is a very good football team. How but, the jury still out? But one month ago... One month ago, we weren't sure they could do this against Duquesne. Correct. This is an ACC team. Yeah. With a bunch of guys out. With and a, not a terrible defense. Boston right. College Boston defense College isn't was, terrible. Yeah, top 50-ish defense in the country. And Florida State just kind of from the opening kickoff, Trey Benson runs it back for a touchdown. And that just opened the floodgates. 31 nothing at halftime. It's 37 nothing in the third quarter. They end up winning 44-14. Probably as impressive a, a game as you could have expected. Yeah, man. And again, when you're coming off the two la the last two wins they had, which is a crazy blocked extra point in New Orleans and that crowd, and then um, a last-minute interception in Louisville, and you've, you've taken the lead with a backup quarterback, those are really emotional wins. Half your starting defensive line isn't playing. Uh, another guy on your defensive line didn't play much. Tatum Bethune didn't play a ton. You were down some real dudes in – to just like mosey along, like oh it doesn't matter, we're Florida State. We can we can reload. We can reload. We can next man up. Like that hasn't been the case around here for us. That's why I thought it was gonna be a close game. It's just because the, you you can't just assume when you lose two of your best defensive players that you're gonna roll over someone. But they did, and um, that's that was really really encouraging, man. That might have been more encouraging than even Louisville. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. just for them to 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 come out here and just slam Boston College, thirty-one to nothing. When does that happen? <laughs> against was, against air, that doesn't happen. So for them to do that, man, is is really kind of remarkable. And again, I, I wrote about it in the column. But last year at this time, they were 0 and 4, and in that fourth loss, they were down 31 to 7 in that game. And you were out, you were contemplating getting a different job. And then here we are, 12 months later, and we cover a team that's probably going to be ranked in the top 25, definitely should be, um, and is 4 and 0, and was up. 31 to nothing in front of this crowd, which was ridiculous. Just a really good night for Florida State football. Yeah, it was a great crowd, a sellout crowd, first sellout since 2015. And uh, this Florida State football team earlier this week, we didn't know if Jordan Travis was even going to play. When he right. got hurt in the uh, second half against early, late in the first half against Louisville, and they was on crutches on the sideline. Uh, we can go back in time and tell you what practice was like this week. We're not allowed to talk about it at the time because they don't want to give away too, too much information. But on Tuesday, it did not look like Jordan Travis was going to play in this game. On Wednesday, he started feeling better. And then I think Mike Norvell said after the game tonight, that was when he knew. When he got through that practice on Wednesday, okay, Jordan Travis can play in this football game. And all he does is come out and throw for a career high, 321 yards. 
Uh, only one touchdown, but that was because they ran it in. Yeah. Uh, Trey Benson had a huge night with three touchdowns, had the kickoff return with two other touchdown runs. Jordan, uh, Lawrence Tofili had a touchdown run. And really, Trayshawn had one. Trayshawn Ward had a touchdown run. Uh, so they kind of punched it in in the red zone on the ground. But Jordan Travis had a really nice night. Darion, Darion Williamson with five catches for like 98 yards before he got hurt. Uh, we don't have an update on him. But, but again, Johnny Wilson didn't do anything in this passing game. And you still had 321 passing yards. Yeah, and you think about LSU. Pokey had the big night with over 100. Uh, obviously, Johnny Wilson was a giant against Louisville. And in this game, it was spread around. But Williamson would have had 100 yards if he got played. He had 98 on five catches. Like that, again, that should excite you that you've got guys now all over this roster that ha not only have potential and do stuff in practice, they've now done it in games. They put stuff on the field out here, big time plays. And what Trey Benson did, man, I, I just it just seems like the Louisville, that last drive against Louisville unlocked something. Because, dude, that, that guy looked like a, he just looked completely different than what we saw against LSU in the first three quarters against Louisville. He is a difference maker. Yeah, he said tonight was the first night he actually felt like his old self again. He felt like high school again. Yeah. But it felt like that that one drive in the second half against Louisville where he broke the fate through the face mask yeah. penalty at the 30-something yard run and just kind of ran like a guy, kind of possessed. That's what he looked like tonight. Talking about the kickoff return, you know, again, Florida State has been trying other guys to kickoff returns. This was his first chance. They told him on Thursday. He said he visualized it on Friday night. And then when, he, when the ball got kicked off, he kind of went into a zone uh, well, it was a good zone to be in. Yeah. Because that was huge. It was Florida State's first kickoff return for a touchdown. Since some guy named Kermit right. did it out in California about eight years ago. And also uh, the first time to start a game since Tameric Vanover. This guy, by the way, FSU's got a bunch of employees up there, but this guy knew right up, right at the moment yeah. that it was Tameric Vanover. I was there. And uh, it was Tameric was the last one to return an opening kickoff uh, for a touchdown. In 1992. 1992 against Miami. And I remember it, Ira, because – Florida State didn't score another touchdown, and then they missed a really painful field goal at the end of that one. So that one's always sticks in old Corey Clark's uh, head. But, man, uh, it's just so good to see. Like, you look at this team now. Number one, let's before we get into the skill players, and I think they're, they're sprinkled everywhere. I thought Micah Pittman had a nice night um, other than the fake fair catch. I thought he made some big catches. But, uh, um, you know, we, we might be covering a team that has, I don't know, a top five, top ten quarterback in the country. I mean, he just he, – he sees it, guys. I don't know. The throws he's making to Cam McDonald in the middle of the field, the yeah. throw he made to Pokey down the sideline. Yeah, he had 327. He probably could have had about 370 or 380 Yeah. if a couple of balls get caught. And he moved well enough. Yeah. Like, he had a nice run. He, he scrambled out of the end zone to find a big play. And, again, that wasn't a, a joke of a defense. Their offense is jokey, but their defense is legit. And, and Florida State just went up and down the field on them. And then you – Again, now you've got guys like Johnny Wilson, Micah Pittman, Trey Benson. Trayshawn Ward's done it before. But all these other guys, Portier making that catch. Yeah. They, you, until you've done it in the game, you don't, you don't know that you can do it in the game. Now you have to feel like all these guys know they can do it in the game. And same with, like, uh, I don't know, man, Patrick Payton, yeah. somebody like that on the defensive end. Leonard Warner had a nice night. Like, it's good to see guys not making a, haven't made a ton of plays in their careers so far start to make plays because you need them all. And maybe there's more depth on this team than we thought. We're in such a weird place right now for the Florida State fan base because you don't even have to take advantage of schadenfreude to no. get excited. Florida lost, Miami lost, Jimbo won. Uh, but you don't Barely. have to even Barely. you don't have to like soak that up because your team is playing this well. They will be ranked this week. Probably ahead of be. Miami and Florida. I maybe, would think. maybe perhaps. I think they might be ranked ahead of those uh, two teams. But they do have a huge game coming up. Well, they've got three huge games coming up, but it all yeah. starts this coming Saturday with Wake Forest. They're going to play at 3.30 p.m. right back here. 
Maybe another sellout, back-to-back -back sellouts? Would, you would think, right? And again, that's what's so cool about you. It just, it's not normal for what this fan base has done for the, you can just tell how starved it is. Like it's Boston College, man. It's now one in three Boston College. Not just College. Boston College, but one in two Boston College. One in two College. Boston College, now one in three Boston College. And this place, it wasn't just a sellout where you look up and it's just a sellout name, but there were 8,000 empty right. seats. There weren't any empty seats. Well. Except for the Champions Club, that's a whole different deal, gang. They're, those people, those seats are bought. Those people are there. They're just, you know, mingling in the back. They're, they're working not, on that. They're, they're not in the seats. That. But man, it's just really cool. Uh, you can tell we're excited. Like I thought that was as excited as Norvell has been after a game. Uh, it's probably as excited as I've been after a game because now you start to like, you can dream a little bit. Like, all right, man, you're playing Wake Forest coming off a really heartbreaking, emotional, physical game. Then NC State, maybe they're not great shakes. You saw Clemson's not. You can win every game. Yeah. Now you can lose plenty of them too, but we're not saying that. But I thought I think through four weeks you could make the argument that this has been the most impressive team in the conference. When you consider yeah. who they want, who yeah. where they went, who they beat, and the fact that you know one of the games they had to win on the road without their quarterback. Like no other teams have done something like this. This is a team to get excited about, man. I'm excited, gang. I'm excited. Just <laughs> get it up. I already started jumping around. I do want to just one last time. We touched on it briefly earlier, but man, again. You don't have Robert Scott, your starting left tackle. Jared Verse is your best defensive end. Fabian Levitt, your best defensive tackle. Yep. Uh, so, several other guys are banged up and playing through things. Uh, to be that dominant is impressive. Uh, now we'll have to see if they can stack it up uh, one another week. But, you know, look, the, the, the one right, nice thing, and Mike Norvell touched on it in the postgame, is he's got an obvious selling point to his team after this game is, you know, a year ago, you were 0-4, everybody left you for dead, yeah. and you turned it around. You won five of your last eight games. Just because you're 4-0 doesn't mean the rest of the season Yeah, you can fall off over. a cliff. Just like you yeah. climbed up a cliff last year, it can fall off a cliff. Uh, I don't foresee that happening. And, again, I just – man, if you keep that quarterback healthy, yeah. I, I didn't I didn't know that Jordan Travis could – and I was always a pretty big fan of Jordan Travis or a defender of his. I didn't think it could look like this. Um, and I just, if he's 100% healthy next week and you can use his legs against that defense a little bit because you're going you're gonna to move the ball against Wake, man, it could, be a, it could be a cool little shootout with two of the better quarterbacks in the country. Uh, but Jordan Travis is like kind of putting his name out there as one of the best players in the country, man. It's just, I don't know how else to say it. And he's got guys to, he's got weapons. He's got legitimate weapons, Ira. How about that? <laughs> it is something. Guys, there's only a few days left of the $1 offer. You can get a year subscription to Warchant.com through the end of the month for just Price one buck. Price is going up, gang. Price is going up. It's 4-0. We're not wind, covering a team we're kind of iffy about. It's 4-0 football The winds team. are going up. Yep. The price is going up. Uh, for Aslan and Corey, this is Ira signing off from Doe Campbell Stadium where it was sold out. Fireworks, 44-14. Fireworks? Why did you say that? It was it was a big it's, night, man. Was well, big, they always have fireworks. I know, but it was, it was better when you're 44-14. <laughs> Correct. Correct. <laughs> signing off. We'll see you next time.